You're listening to Smash the Bottom Line with Maddie Brown. Well, this is Maddie Brown with Smash the Bottom Line, and I'm excited to have with me my friend and colleague, Michelle Evans. Michelle is an expert in the world of social media and Facebook and marketing, and she has a wealth of information to share with us today. And I'm really excited to be having a conversation with her. I think it is going to be a lot of fun. So, Michelle, I would like for you to just share some things with me. I've got a few questions, and we'll see where the conversation goes. How does that sound? That's perfect, and thanks so much for having me on, Maddie. Oh, you're welcome. I am glad to have you. You're a good, you're a good resource for business owners to learn and utilize in this world. So, how did you get started in business? What got what got you on your path? You know, Maddie, that's such a good question, and I love that you asked this of your guests because the origin story is always so interesting. Like, I love yours too. Um, so I actually always wanted to have my own business. Um, and I even, I went to college and got a degree in business, but I could never see a clear path forward because I didn't, I didn't feel like I had enough financial resources. So instead I went and I worked in the corporate world for 16 years. And um, the last, the last, I don't know, five years or so, I was at Microsoft, and I was running these huge global programs. I was getting tons of accolades, and I made the corporate cardinal sin of deciding to have a baby. And, Maddie, it was crazy. I was in the High Potential Program, which is a program for the top 4% of people, and I won this huge award um, the week after my son was born. And so on my maternity leave, I went in to get the the award, and I met with my boss at the time. And he was like, Michelle, you're you've been a great employee. You've been you know we've really supported you, but just because you decided to take maternity leave, I am not going to support you being a high potential anymore. In fact, you know the most you're going to get when you come back is a middle of the road review, which had huge implications, Maddie. Huge for my pay, for my opportunities, for all sorts of things. But, and I was just like spitting mad. Like if I was a cartoon character, I would have had steam coming out of my ears, right? But I looked at at my boss and I was like, this is the sign that I've been waiting for. Because for about three years prior to that, I had been really getting the urge to go out on my own. In fact, I had gotten... Um, gone through a whole bunch of coach training. I was getting certified. Like I was kind of laying the groundwork, but I was sort of like dipping my toe in and then going back to the comfortable position of having, you know, a paycheck and benefits and all that stuff. That moment was the moment where I was like, and I'm done. (laughs) And I went home that night and I opened my business and I, um, that was in August, and I left my job in January of 2012. And from August to January, I had taken the time to get a website set up, to start networking and getting some some work set up, and really kind of mapping out what I was going to be doing. Uh, because I yeah. knew that the corporate world was not for me anymore, and I really needed to step into entrepreneurship. So that's how I got started. Awesome. So what made you pick your your set of 
opportunities that you offer entrepreneurs? Yeah, you know, I, I love marketing. I love marketing. I loved it since I was a little kid. I mean, really. Um, in fact, when I was in high school, I used to run the company store, and I just would do tons of marketing stuff. And so I knew that my business would be around marketing, but it did take me a little bit of time to really figure out where I could offer people the most value. And so right now, what I focus on, as, as you said at the beginning, is really on helping business owners figure out the right marketing funnel for their business to get people from stranger to client, and then also Facebook ads to get traffic into that marketing funnel. So that's those are the two areas where I focus now. And it's really because that's what I love the most. And it's where I feel like I can have the biggest impact on somebody else's business is really helping them attract people to their business and then um, help educate them about why their business will help them. Yeah. So you've, you've built a successful business over the last last few years. If you had to pick two or three things that, that, that are keys to your success, what would they be? You know, Maddie, this is going to sound kind of funny, but failures have really driven my success. And I knew this sounds really weird. So let me just explain. Um, you know, I, now I have a business that I absolutely love, but the first couple years of really trying to figure out were pretty bumpy. Trying to figure out, like, how do I talk about myself? You know, what, what works, what doesn't work? You know, having probably more than a thousand failed sales calls, just like all those, all those failures have really helped me figure out, okay, this is, this, this is where I'm being led to. Like, this isn't working because that's not the right thing for me, but this other thing is the right thing and this works so easily. And so it's really been my failures that have helped drive my success and me just saying, okay, what can I learn from this and how do I need to change in order to keep growing and learning? Does that make sense? That makes excellent sense. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I've, I've been noted to quote a, a, a popular person that says that 80% of what you do fails and the money that you make results from the 20% that you w that you went beyond the failure, and so I think that that's a very viable and important lesson that everyone needs to learn. What a, what else what, besides that? What else? Yeah, and so for me, it's really um, I 100% agree with that. It's really instead of saying like throwing up my hands and saying, "Oh, I'm going to give up. Uh, this isn't going to work." I just said, "Okay, what isn't working here?" So. So for me, especially in the early days, like I could get leads into my business pretty easily, but I wasn't turning them into sales. And so, you know, I could have just said, Maddie, I could have just been like, hey, I'm just not good at sales. Or I could say, okay, how can I, how can I make this work better for me and for the people I want to work with? Um, and then, and then, you know, I had to get really humble, to be honest with you, and I had to go back to a lot of people who said, no, I don't want to work with you. And I had to ask them why. Like, what was it that you were looking for? Why did you think that I wasn't the person that could do this for you? And I wasn't, I wasn't going back and asking this as a way to have, like, another shot at selling them. I was doing it in a, in a humble way and saying, help me understand what I'm missing here. And really asking for that feedback and really listening helped me. Mm. I mean, it, it was hard. 
like Maddie, none of us want to hear why people aren't working with us, right? It's like every fear that you have about being judged about all that stuff. But oh my goodness, the insights that I got in terms of what people were looking for, how they talked about what they were looking for, and and where I missed the mark. So if because a lot of times they were describing what I did, but they didn't understand that that's what I did. And so for me, I just had like this huge aha, probably about my 15th or 16th call. I was just like, oh my gosh, the writing on the wall is so clear in terms of where I am missing the mark. Like I'm talking so far over their heads that they don't even realize that I'm the answer that they're looking for. And it was humbling. And then it really was um, business life-giving because I had all of this great information that I could say, okay, now I know how to talk to my audience that I want to work with. Um, so that was a, that was something that was incredibly important. And then the, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say what, what you were about to say the next thing. Yeah. So from that, I had to be willing to change. I had to be willing to change my approach and to really not be attached to what I was doing before, but to say, all right, that wasn't working, but look at all these awesome insights I got. And now what's the pivot that I need to do to better connect with people, to better help them see that I am the answer they're looking for. Um, And I just, you know, I had that quote, you had a quote just a few minutes ago, but that quote, and I can't remember who exactly said it but if you do what you've always done you'll get what you've always gotten right so yes always have that focus you know if it's not working i need to figure out why and then i need to pivot and not be attached and not tell any stories about you know i'm not good enough or this will never work it's just okay that was a learning moment what did i learn now let's move forward You've got to you've got to learn to disregard the little voice in your head that is talking negatively to you, because yes. that little voice is not going to carry you forward successfully. Then they're really trying to protect you, for the most part, from from failure and from rejection and from all those things. But if you listen to that little voice, it it's really tough to follow through and build a successful business. You are so right, Maddie. And I know, you know, you deal with people and their money, so you probably hear that little voice coming through some of your clients every once in a while. But you're right. Like, it's trying to protect you, but it will also keep you from any growth. So you really do have yes. to disregard it. You know, there's, there's a quote that I've, that, that, per, that business development is the greatest personal development coach that you would ever ask for. And so oh, you've got to face you've got to face a lot of fears and a lot of frustration and and you've got to persevere in order to go past that and not just get stuck in it. Yes, a hundred percent. This is harder um, than any job that I had, but it's also way more rewarding because we have the freedom to decide what it is we want to do. So it's hard, but it's so incredibly freeing at the same time <laughs> what's your what's your favorite thing about being self-employed um, honestly it's that I get to choose who I want to work with 
Um, you know, yeah. when I when I was at a job, I, I didn't have a choice. My boss could change at any time. My peers could change at any time. My role could change at any time. And I was not in control of that. Um, but in my business, I'm in control of what I offer, when I offer it, who I work with, all of that stuff. And so I love it because I can say, these are my strengths and this is what I'm going to do. And those are not my strengths, so I'm not doing that stuff. Whereas, you know, in a job, you just had to do what you were told. Yeah. Yes. The the other thing that that you have to realize is that you get to choose, and it is your choice. A lot of times, mm-hmm. people lose track of that ability to make a choice and make a decision, and that limits them in how successful they can be because they they don't make the choices that push them forward. So you do some so amazing true. things with your clients. You do some amazing things with your clients. Tell tell us a little bit about who you help and how you help them. Yeah, so a lot of my clients, um, well, in fact, all my clients, they're super expert at what they do, really good at what they do. And they want to do that. They don't want to be doing random acts of marketing all the time, right? They don't want to just be like, hitting up something on Facebook or, you know, whatever marketing acts they're doing, they want a system that will help them consistently get out there in front of people, but but invite them closer and get them, you know, they just want a system to turn strangers into clients so that they're not constantly having to worry about, okay, where's my next sale coming from? Where's my next customer coming from? You know, any of that stuff. And a lot of times when uh, people come work with me, they they have like a core group of people who really love them. And they're like, why do these people love me so much? And why can't I attract more of them? And And so we really take a look at, all right, what are those random acts of marketing that you've been doing? And, and how can we take some of your expertise and put it more into a system so that all roads lead to whatever it is that your whatever your goal is. So if your goal is to have more sales calls, if your goal is to have people show up at a webinar, if your goal is to have people come to an event, you know, whatever it is, right? And um and once I explain it like that, where it's just like, okay, we just need to take a look at what your specific expertise is. And um, what specific problems you're helping people with, and then help them see that you were that person, um, and just put it into a system. It absolutely transforms people's business. So, for example, I recently had somebody join a course that I've put together, and uh, when when we were talking before she decided to join the course, she said, Michelle. You know, I, I have you know, this this core group of people who love me, but I can't seem to attract more people like that, and I don't know why. And when I took a look at her marketing, it was so evident to me. And I said, you know what you're doing? And Maddie, this goes back to why you can't ignore the the things that you're learning along this journey. Is because it was exactly what I had done. I said, you know what you're doing is you're talking to them at your expert level, but they don't understand what you're saying. And I said, what we need to do is we need to go back down to the problem level and you need to meet them there. And then you help them see 
that your expert level is that that what you're saying at your expert level is is actually what they're looking for. And um, this this person who joined my course, she put together a really simple funnel um, that starts off with a quiz. So it helps them identify what that issue is that they're having. And then she just has a really simple email funnel that gets people to talk to her. And she launched that uh, and within uh, just two weeks, and now she speaks, so she gets in front of audiences. But within just a couple of weeks, she was almost sold out. And it's because so, – so, yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm going to stop you because you used, you used a term that I'm sure means a lot to you, but <laughs> a lot of people have, have – they don't know what a funnel is. So what, yep. is, what, is, what do you mean by funnel? Yeah, so a funnel is really a way – of connecting with somebody, a marketing funnel, a sales funnel, whatever you want to call it, is connecting with somebody at their problem and then taking them through a series of events. And, uh, you know, I'm going to break it down in just a minute. It, it kind of depends on who you are and, and where you're getting these people from. But for her, it was she's speaking and she has this quiz. So people can whip out their phone and take the quiz right at the end of her speech, or she has a takeaway that has her quiz on it, and they, they can find out their specific um, outcome that really relates to what she's offering. And once they take that quiz, they get information that's specific to who they are. Now, a quiz is not the only way to do it. That's just the example that I'm giving you. Um, but let's say, let's say for you, Maddie, let's say that you have, I don't know, two or three different kinds of potential people who could come to you for help with their, with managing the finances. You have the person maybe who is, who hates all things finance, <laughs> and so they kind of avoid it like the plague. You have the person maybe who wants to figure out how to scale, so they're trying to figure out where to invest. And maybe you have the person who's making a lot, but they're not sure what, like, they're, they're not getting the most for their investment or their money, or they're just, they're a little bit scattered. So we'll just come up with that. So let's say that, you know, the person who hates all things finance, well, you're not going to want to have the same conversation with them as the person who is um, trying to optimize their investments, right? Because they have yeah. different problems and different right. things that they're looking for. And so if you have a quiz, the beautiful thing is, is that people tell you what it is that they're looking for from you. And then you can have emails or videos or, you know, I don't know, blog posts or podcasts that you send to them that are specific to what they're looking for. And so instead of trying to have one general conversation with everybody, you have a more specific conversation. So that's just one example of a funnel. And so for her, it, her people would have their outcome, and then they would get a series of emails that were really specific to who they were. And it would all lead to having a call with her. And it really works like a charm when you're clear on what your goal is. Um, so for her, the goal was to get people on the phone because she only needs a small number of one-on-one -on -one clients, and then she's good. Um and so, so it's really a way of capturing a stranger and helping them see that you can help them with the problem they have. 
Well, I think the other thing you said that 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 I always key in on with my clients is the fact that you've got to know what their goals are. And mm-hmm. the reality is so few people make goals that are achievable and measurable and timely. And then the, those people, if they make those goals, they rarely write them down. And it's really difficult to get anywhere in this world if you don't know where you're going when you start out. And so if yeah. you don't have that goal process, if you don't have those specifics, then any path will take you nowhere that you want to go. Um, and so it's kind of like a GPS in a car. If you're going to if you're going to go somewhere in Los Angeles, you're going to put the address in the GPS to start off with. So you've you've got to at least know where you want to go, and you've got to know where you are. And so few people take the time to map that out. That it really is a factor in people's success. It is. I mean, for money for attracting customers or clients, 100%. If you don't know what you're trying to achieve, it's going to be really confusing to to anybody who tries to engage with you for marketing. And same with money. Like, if you don't know what you want to achieve with your money, it's hard to know where to invest, right? Yes. Absolutely. So what's next on your agenda? What's on your horizons? Oh, that's a good question. So for me, I'm really, so I've been doing mostly one-on-one work and I've put together a course. So I've been slowly taking people through the course and transitioning away from some of my one-on-one work. So what's next for me is really rolling that out more broadly to help more people get really clear on their, on what they want to do for marketing their business and growing their business. Um, because I can help a lot more people in a course than I can one-on-one for sure. Uh, but awesome. even more than yeah, but even more than that, it's really helping people get clear on it's okay to make it's okay to say I only want to have sales calls or I only want to get people to events or I only want to get people to a webinar and have all your roads lead there. Like you can you can make it work if you stay committed and you know what your goal is. Yeah. If 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 you were asked to to share what your single number one principle for success is, what would you say? My single number one principle for success is really approaching my uh business like a science experiment. <laughs> like I <laughs> have something that I'm trying to achieve. And I'm just going to keep testing and testing and testing until I get the results that I'm looking for. And so it's really, you know, tenacity of not giving up, but also back to what we talked about before, not letting that little voice in my head tell me that I'm not good enough or this isn't going to work. And, And I know almost all entrepreneurs suffer with that. But if I really look at everything I do as, you know, I have this goal, and I'm just going to keep testing until I reach it. Uh, you know, I think about Edison making the light bulb, and like it took him a thousand tries, but thank goodness he didn't give up. And I just keep thinking yeah. to myself, like every failure just gets me one step closer. I just have to learn from it. 
Yeah. I think that that is excellent because you're you're going to it's an experiment. All of all of life is really an experiment and and you track your results based upon what happens to you and and the choices that you've made to get you to where you are because every choice enables you to make a better decision for the next step. Yes. For sure. Especially if you know what your goal is and then you ask yourself questions about, okay, how is this not meeting my goal? How, you know, what's off here? Yeah. So if how do people get a hold of you, Michelle, so if they want to know more about marketing and a, and a funnel and, and how that might help them, how do they get a hold of you? What do you, what do you suggest? Yeah, well, my digital home is michellelevans.com. Um, and people can actually take a, a quiz there to figure out which funnel is right for them if they want to really understand that. But I also have a podcast, uh, you know, we love podcasts, uh, called The Marketing Funnel Show, where I really break this down step-by-step step for people who are just just trying to get their arms around what the heck is a funnel and how is it going to work for my business. Awesome. And what's the – did you say the name of the of the podcast? Um, it's the Marketing Funnel Show. It's the Marketing Funnel Show. Okay. Yeah. And I assume that's available on all the all the normal channels. Yep, everywhere. And if you go to my website, there's a there's a tab for there too, so you can. And I have all the links to wherever you want to listen: Apple Podcasts, Google okay. Play, Stitcher, whatever. And and you said michellelevans.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. And is there anything that you would like to close with in terms of recommendations and suggestions and um, opportunities? Yeah, I mean, really, if you're not attracting and, and closing as many customers or sales as you want to, um, I just would really, really recommend, again, having that scientist approach and saying, okay, what's breaking down? Like, do I not have enough people? Do I, are they getting lost somewhere between opting in and, and talking to me? Like, what's going on? And really think about um, exploring a marketing funnel because it made a tremendous difference in my business. I went from um, struggling with like more than a thousand failed sales calls to turning it around and selling out once I instituted marketing funnels. And it's just been incredible ever since. So it's really about being clear on on what you're trying to help people with and helping them see that you're the one that could help them. Okay. Well, I have enjoyed talking with you. And this is is Maddie at, at Smash the Bottom Line. And we have been talking with Michelle Evans about marketing and funnels and business success. And I encourage you to look her up if you have any interest in expanding your business because she is an expert in the field. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much, Maddie. Smash the Bottom Line is sponsored by Smashing Numbers. Discover how to get your accounting in order, escape the cash flow trap, and finally enjoy a profitable business. Find out how at smashingnumbers.com.